Hey, how's it going? Josh here, and this is episode number six of Tech with Josh, Securing Yourself Online. Let's begin. What do I mean by securing yourself online? Well, we live in a digital age, and online security is a big thing. No, I'm not talking about antivirus or anything like that. I'm talking about securing yourself with your web browsing, your shopping, things of that nature. Let's dive in and you'll see exactly what I mean. I'm going to touch on five different ways to secure yourself and services. Nothing sponsored here, just from my personal experience. Let's begin. Number one, 2FA, two-factor authentication. What is that? Well, two-factor authentication, if you have, say, for example, Chase Bank, whenever you log in from a new device, they email you or text you a one-time code. That's what two-factor authentication is. And the SMS or email code aren't the most secure. Let me tell you why. So there's something called SIM duplication, where they copy your SIM card and they get those text messages. So they gain access to your accounts. And I don't know if you receive messages on Facebook, Instagram, any form of social media where one of your friends sends you a message with a link, hey, look at this person who died, you won't believe it, or something like that. You click on that, it's gonna have you log in to your Facebook or Instagram or whatever account. And guess what? By logging through that, they have a key logger. The key logger gets access to your account because they have whatever you logged in for the user ID and the password. Then your account gets hacked and so on and so forth. So what you wanna have is 2FA. And don't click on shady links, even from a friend. Text them or ask them on the side. So you can have 2FA through an application like Google Authenticator, Microsoft Authenticator app. There's a bunch. Me personally, I use all three. And let me tell you about this, why you need 2FA here. Because years ago, this is over five years ago now, I remember waking up in the middle of the night for, to go to the bathroom and I saw on my phone a withdrawal from my account from PayPal, from my bank account. I never sent money from my bank account directly to my PayPal balance. And then my PayPal was locked. So my PayPal ended up being hacked and I lost about $700 on my account that night. So of course I contacted the bank, contacted PayPal. And over the course of five to seven business days, I received my money back. But you know what? I had it two-factor authentication since that day on that account and all my emails, but then I didn't have it on my eBay. And then a year or two later, my eBay got hacked. So yeah, you need to put 2FA wherever you can. And I use Authy because it syncs across my devices, which some privacy experts wouldn't recommend. But for ease of use, it works. So I have it on my Apple Watch, my iPhone, my iPad. If I don't have that, well, I have in a flash drive in my safety deposit box the one-time 2FA codes for all of my accounts. And as I added security benefit, if I don't have internet assets on my phone, on my iPad, on my watch don't work, I have a Yubico, YubiKey on my key ring. What is this? It's a hardware-based 2FA that you plug in and you authenticate by pressing the button and it logs you in. Eh, $69, $70 for the YubiKey 3. This is a USB Type-C one. You don't need this, but it helps. And jobs now are requiring it because a lot of email attacks, things like that, social engineering, so two-factor is a must-have. 
So speaking of hacked accounts, why did I get hacked? Hey, passwords, password manager. That's our second topic, number two. We all know we shouldn't use the same password in multiple places or even variations of it. And we can't do something simple like Beaches 11 or anything like that because guess what? They run an algorithm to gain access to these passwords. They're not trying passwords one like over and over to see which one works. It's a whole complicated thing. I've gone down that rabbit hole, but no. So you can't have something simple, things like that. You have to have alphanumeric characters, symbols, uppercase, lowercases, everything like that. And you have to remember all of that. You can have a little book like a lot of people I know have, or you can have a password manager. I wouldn't recommend using your notes app on your phone because guess what? Your phone gets lost. If you don't have a lock code on your phone, they get access to that, have all your accounts there, even if you have a password on that. I don't feel like those notes are secure. Me, personally, I use LastPass. What is LastPass? It's owned by LogMeIn, and it's a password manager. It generates secure passwords for me. I put my desired character length, the strength, things like that. I honestly don't remember my passwords, <laughs> which is why on that flash drive as well, I have a backup of my LastPass file. And like I said, it's in a safety deposit box, so anything goes down, <laughs> In case of my death or anything like that, my family has access to it and they go pick it up and have access to my accounts. But the passwords it creates, I would never think of this exclamation point pound at 3E capital R underscore dash slash FW17 pound pound 37. Like stuff like that. I'm not going to remember that. That's why whenever somebody asks me for my Netflix password, <laughs> my siblings, I have to send it to them. I just say, just use LastPass and sync up like that. So that's another good thing about it. You can sync passwords with multiple users if you have family that has it. You give them access. Also, it has secure notes. And guess what? It's hidden by, behind the password and two-factor authentication with Alti. So now after passwords, what do you need? Number three, VPNs, virtual private networks. I honestly just started using a paid VPN recently. And it's funny because <laughs> I just went to watch region lock content for no reason. Because anywhere I go, I don't use public Wi-Fi. I use my phone. I have 5G. I have over 100 gigs of hotspot on my phone and my iPad if I have to bring my laptop with me or anything like that. So I don't use public Wi-Fi at all if, if i go to someone's house i won't use it unless i'm desperate so i never use vpns and yet they are so nice i can say that for multiple reasons and one of the main reasons other than region lock content is because trackers and cookies so you go tracker you go to a site there's trackers on there there's cookies they know where you are things like that geolocation and even your IP address on certain sites. That's why most of the sites tell you what cookies they use and you allow or disallow. But another thing about VPNs that I didn't know, this is with Surfshark. I don't know about ExpressVPN, ProtonVPN, any of the other VPNs. But with Surfshark, it gives you built-in ad blocker. So <laughs> this is a big deal for me because on my iPad, I read manga. And these sites have ads. Some of the sites, they become so riddled with ads, you click on 
some the page to just scroll and it opens up a new web page. And it's so annoying. And it will overheat my iPad. I have the M1 Pro. But with this, it doesn't happen. It's so nice. And it just gives you that added layer of security. I can get a static IP, whereas I couldn't before with, I was using the Proton Free VPN to do work sometimes on the go. And with a paid search, you also get faster speeds, things like that. But honestly, if you don't want your ISPs to see what you're doing, even if you're not doing anything illegal, and you want to limit the cookies and trackers, take a look at VPN. Once again, not sponsored. There's no referral links or anything like that, or affiliate links. So now, number four, secret trackers and cookies. Let's talk about browsers. Your browser is the biggest gateway to get your information shared, things like that. That's why you have personalized ads on services, especially if you're using Google. So I'm not going to say, hey, you should use DuckDuckGo because I use it occasionally. But honestly, Google is just literally the best web search engine. But to overcome this, I'm not using Chrome, okay? Chrome is a resource hog. There's jokes on how many Chrome tabs you can run before freeze up because of the resources and all the trackers and everything in it. Chrome and Chromium are the best ways to browse the web, but it takes your information. Google makes most of their money off ads. And that's why when you're searching something on Chrome, you start seeing ads on that. Or if you're getting emails, you start seeing ads for your emails because they have access to your emails too with Gmail. But I'm not going to get into that because honestly, I use it for certain things. You can use a secure email like Proton, but browsers. I use Brave. What is Brave? Privacy Sensor Browser. No real frills, add-ons like Chrome, things like that. But guess what? It works. Inside I go to, it just works. Blocks trackers, things like that. And guess what? When I go on my screen on my phone, I have the privacy hub. It tells me how many trackers it blocked. How many gigs of data saved me and about how many hours of browsing that saved me. I haven't reset it. And since I started using it on my mobile device only, I have saved over two hours of browsing time, over five gigs of data, and over 145,000 trackers blocked. And it also tells you the same thing. The most recent trackers and ads are blocked. And sites with the most trackers. Like I go iMore.com, which used to be the iPhone blog that talks about iOS things. They're more centered on more things than that now. But tells me had an average of 41 trackers and ads blocked per visit. Yeah. And it tells you the all-time ads blocked. Google.com over 217. Google Manager 376. YouTube 174. Google Analytics. Yeah. Facebook yeah that's how much even amazon so this plus the vpn secures you from this thing apple even ran the whole campaign about their privacy sensor feature because all those people that track the customer in that are what trackers are and cookies they want to know everything about you what sites you're hitting so they can sell advertisements based on that so let's tackle topic number five Payment services. What is a payment service? I'm not saying for you to go set up a business account and get 
a merchant account and start taking payments. No, 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 no. Talk about things such as PayPal. I know I say that in topic one about my PayPal getting hacked, but PayPal with the two factor and everything like that is a secure way of using your card online. How many times have you heard Target got hacked, Home Depot got hacked, every single business out there is going to hacked. Hey, PayPal could be hacked too. It's more secure because when you use it on a merchant service, you can type in your PayPal and guess what? It doesn't give them your card number. It goes, the payment goes to PayPal as a merchant. So they handle the payment processing and that's it. Then you choose your shipping address through PayPal and PayPal send the transaction to the merchant. It does take a couple more days to clear sometime but it keeps your card number off of the transaction. A similar aspect will be using NFC on your phone with Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Google Pay to make payments at regular merchants. It doesn't share your card number. Share the temporary one that authenticates that way. We all know what year we live in 2022. RFID scanners, you're supposed to have one in your wallet because people can steal your payment info. In gas stations and certain things, they put in credit card readers on existing equipment to steal your info, which is why these NFC payment options are a great step forward. And PayPal basically does the same thing. Or if you have Apple services, Macs, iPhones, iPads, you can use your Apple Pay for certain merchants. But there's also services like privacy.com where you can set up a temporary thing uh, temporary card number, things like that, and put a certain dollar amount. Say, hey, my cell phone bill is $50 a month. Do it through this so it pre authorizes $50 from that merchant, and vice versa for certain things. Because if that gets hacked, the most they can take is 50 and you can dispute that rather than them going to your account, take six or 700 like they did with me back when my PayPal got hacked. So it's just an added layer of security. And guess what? I'm not saying that you need to, but this is just to stay conscious of the fact. Like, if you're using the same password for all your accounts, now's the time to change it. If you're not using these credit card services, take a look at it. VPN, if you're using public Wi-Fi a lot, if you travel, use the airplane Wi-Fi, things like that, take a look into a VPN because you don't understand what people can do. They can do, like a Wi-Fi pineapple give free open Wi-Fi in that area, and whoever logs in, they can have a key logger, things like that, to know where you're going, things like that. And that's so dangerous, especially in today's day and age. It's the digital age. This episode is just to make you aware. And I'm recommending these services, privacy.com. I just heard things from YouTubers. I don't know price or anything like that. Do your own research. Don't take my advice on anything. Don't use all three because I recommend it. Or LastPass, you might use one password. I've used that in the past. Just LastPass, I had a great deal. Like I said, I used to use Proton VPN free, but Surfshark, I paid like $80 for two years with a deal. And this is what I personally use. And you might say, hey, Apple has its own privacy relay, things like that. I don't use Google services. I use Safari. Safari has some decent privacy options. It's not as bad as Chrome. Just make sure you're aware of what can happen and steps to help avoid that from happening. That's all this episode was. Thank you for sticking to the end. 
And if you want more content like this, feel free to subscribe and tune in to each new podcast. If you want more content from me, Josh, take a look at or listen rather to the Books by Josh audio version. But thank you for listening and see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.